the most underrated gifts you can give this holiday season. And I'm proud that at least one of them on this list I've been saying for years. So I'm kind of a groundbreaker. Trendsetter. Thanks. That's a better way to say it. Uh, Also, our weekend recap, uh, including when I almost gave Callie a heart attack and some pre-reflection, I guess, that's what you call it, on Callie's last day at her current job, which is today. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside. Update. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Monday, December 5th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for all of the people and the friends who have checked in on you since hearing the news about your job late last week. Well, the non-news news. The news about the place where you work, but your job is intact. Yes. But everybody checked in. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for sleep. Okay, right off the bat, we have to talk about what Jeff Dollar did to me this weekend. And this is one of these things where, you know, I feel like everyone has marriage boundaries, right? Like some are spoken, some are unspoken. You know, they're just things that the other person doesn't like or has an issue with. I'll give you a minor example. A couple of years ago, Jeff had a habit of taking off his belt when he got home and putting it in the bed. And to me- Not in the bed. Look, I I wasn't like here to take a nap. I would just take off my belt and throw it on the bed. Right. And then I would throw like my jeans or whatever in the hamper or put them back in the drawer. And then I would put on a pair of shorts. Meanwhile, the belt just lives on the bed. And every time I would walk into our bedroom, it would look like there was a snake on the bed. And I know it's not a snake. I know my husband has that habit. Does it drive me insane every time? Yeah, because for every little time I walk into our room, there's a little moment of panic where I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a snake in our bed and my body goes into this like fight or flight mode, right? So little things like that. And you communicate with your partner and I say, I know this is really stupid, but it really drives me nuts. Can you not do that anymore? To which he says, sure. We have another one of those that we need to add to the list. Friday night, we were watching Unsolved Mysteries because season two of like the new version of it is out. That show is the scariest freaking show. I thought it was scary back in the early 90s or in the 90s because I was like, oh, I'm just little. Of course it was scary when I was little. No, no, it is scary. You don't think it's scary. It's the, I, I am annoyed by unsolved mysteries and I shouldn't be because my my annoyance is evident from the title of the show unsolved mysteries there is no resolution there's no resolution so it gets to the end the story that we were watching the first one was about a guy who went out on a boat and just disappeared and they thought it was his neighbor or somebody who murdered him but the show ends with no, I think the murder, I think the, the, the guy they think murdered him died maybe. Uh, but there's no end. They don't say it was definite. They just said, here's the theory. That's the end of it. The second episode was a woman who moved into a rental home and it was clearly haunted. 
And then it just ends with her saying, so we had to move out. And that was it. Like, there's no resolution. There's no... You didn't finish watching that one. There actually is like more of a resolution. But yes, the whole point of it is unsolved. And that's why it's creepy. It like ma- It makes me mad. Well, it makes me scared, right? Because then I'm like, oh my gosh, it's never been solved. There are killers among us. And then it makes me all paranoid. And then I start like slowly closing my windows so nobody can see in my house. And it just makes me a little paranoid. But it is a good show. It's very well produced, whatever. So Jeff decides that he's going to play a joke on me. He is going to bed before I'm done watching Unsolved Mysteries. And we have the Amazon devices all over our house that control our lights. And he starts full on jacking with me, turning on the lights, turning off the lights. I I know that it's him. I can hear him giggling. The Unsolved Mysteries that was on as I left the room was the woman who moved into the haunted apartment. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that was happening in the apartment is lights were turning on and off mm-hmm. and appliances were turning on and off and there was no explanation for it. So, and all the lights in our house were off and I can see a shadow. Like for example, I can see from my spot on the couch, the time, like the clock on our oven. So when Jeff walked past it, it blacked out for a minute. Clearly I can see that he has just walked in front of our oven, right? And I'm like 99.9% sure that it's Jeff. Like that would be logical. He's the only other one in the house. I haven't heard anyone come in the door. He was just sitting with me. Like that's the logical conclusion, right? But the 0.01% chance that it's not Jeff and someone has just killed Jeff and is now hunting me down. And is now blinking the lights. That, that murderers don't do that. Okay, you don't know what murderers do because you've never been murdered. So How do maybe you know? they maybe do. I've been maybe I've been murdered. So maybe they you do. Didn't, you didn't know me early in my early years. Well, I got murdered all the time. Here is the other little 0.01% chance and people who love not love true crime, but like are fascinated by true crime will understand me with this. So then my head's like, okay, yeah, this is funny, but he didn't stop. Then he turns the fireplace on. Then all the stuff, I can't see him. The dogs leave me and go in another room. And I had the thought for a second, like if he wanted to kill me, he could kill me right now. And there's like not a whole lot that I could do. Again, logically, why would I do that? If I wanted to murder someone, why would I spend five minutes blinking the Christmas tree on and off and trying to sneak over to the fireplace switch in order to turn it on as opposed to just committing the murder? I mean, I don't know how you murderers think, so it's possible. My point is I am, I was 0.01% scared that maybe I would die. So I was like uploading videos of this to my Instagram so you all could figure it out if something should happen to me. And um, I need to add it to the list of things that you're not allowed to do anymore because for the first time ever that you like jumped out at me or whatever, I was a little scared. <laughs> so. You jumped out at me. You tried to sneak up on me. I. And you knew I was there. I knew you were there. I, I didn't know to, when you were going to jump out. And I was I just didn't like. didn't jump out. I just happened to say, hey, loudly when you turn the corner. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's you, add that. You should have been prepared for it because you were the one on the move. Mm. You know, I just. The exact opposite of blinking light murders is the sparkle parade. 
We are recording this before we're about to go to the Sparkle Parade. Now, Jeff and I have a love affair with our little town. Like we love it and it's super cute, very neighborhoody. And we're within walking distance to like the city center. And they're having their annual Christmas slash Hanukkah holiday soiree. Um, and it's family friendly. It's like a little local Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah, the, the Santa Claus will come through on the back of a fire truck. All of the schools in the marching the bands—they have their marching bands in there. They have all of their you know cheer squads with the batons and stuff. And then there's other random groups that just organize. They and, pay for a float, yeah, yeah, and march as well. So. Uh, it could be a like, there's neighborhood associations. There there was a senior citizen dance group. Oh, I forgot about them. They that, were awesome. The march last year. They were so cute, and it's just it's neat. And then at the end of it, they do a countdown and they light the Christmas tree and they light the menorah. Yeah, so it's really fun. So we're gonna go do that. That'll be like the end of our weekend. Now you're not gonna get freaked out when they're blinking the when the Christmas tree turns on that it's a, there's a murderer at the sparkle parade. I'm gonna hit you. So I'm going to hit you. Um, then I shall go to bed and I am waking up Monday to my very last show with Morning Express um, and Robin. And truly, I mean, for me, it's the end of an era because I've known her. I mean, I've lived in Atlanta my whole life. HLN and Robin are like one of those big Atlanta things. You know what I mean? In my view. Yeah. And it's just going to be really watching her say goodbye on air is going to be a really hard thing for me. Um, but I'm very also very grateful that I get to be a part of it. I just have no idea what to expect. You know, it's going to be so sad if you're if you happen to be listening to this before 6 a.m. I not a, I mean, it's going to be sad, but it's also a a moment in time, a moment in history. And maybe this is, I, I, maybe that's, maybe I'm being too dramatic about it, but as somebody who grew up in, spent my entire career in broadcasting and in radio, when a radio station would go off the air, flip formats, change frequencies, launch, those are big moments in time. I can think of all the Q100 related stuff. And then what do they call it now? Q99.7 related stuff. Mm-hmm. In, a, in Atlanta, mm -hmm. and I remember those moments vividly, and it, especially for Atlanta natives, because there's not one person who has grown up in Atlanta who doesn't have a friend of a friend who has not worked at CNN at right. some point mm -hmm. in their career. So it, I, I would, if you're, if you're hearing this on Monday morning before probably 9 a.m., tune in and Catch them I mean, right. yeah, it's it's. Do you even know what time it airs? Six a.m. and then it'll re That's repeat. That's what I mean, but repeat at seven. Oh, okay, so yeah. so, so I early think, if you're listening. So early. it's early, and here's how I kind of feel about it. I you know, for 
years because I've been working with Robin at CNN for six years. But before that, I worked with her for two additional years. So we've been together for eight years. And in the course of our working relationship, I have pitched her on all sorts of crazy things. Jeff, I don't even know if you know this, but like at one point we were talking about a shoe line and then there was like a caffeinated makeup line. And we, I was trying to talk her into being pitched for a reality show and, and all of these things. And she always was just kind of like, you know, it's not about me. It's about other people. And, um, meaning like the viewers of her show and it is so, she's so authentic. She is so Midwest hometown, like a small town girl at heart. And I feel like because of the way that she is, you know, at the, a couple of years ago, I was like, oh my gosh, Robin, you should carve out a really big budget and do like a huge PR campaign and make yourself like double mega famous. And, you know, you have, you're the longest running anchor on morning television, like maybe love, in history. I, I love that phrase, double mega famous. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Cause she's- How famous are you? I'm mega famous. <laughs> well, I have somebody I know who is double mega famous. Well, she's famous, but you know what I mean? I yeah. mean, you could, she doesn't capitalize on the fact that she is literally the longest running morning news anchor in history and on the same show that is. And nobody knows that. I mean, some people know, but it's really an incredible thing. One for anybody, but two for a woman and three to be in the same time slot on the same show. It's like, I just feel like everybody should stand up and give her a round of applause, you know? Yeah. Um, but maybe I'm just biased because I really like her. Well, you are, but she's also very, I mean, she's a good, sincere I mean, there's nothing wrong with being, you're not biased towards someone who's not exactly how you just described. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just happy for her that she, as somebody who worked in morning hours for my entire career, I am just happy that she will get to sleep in for for a while. Oh my gosh. That is something, I mean, Jeff has seen, this has been kind of a grief process for me. And I think it's still will be. I mean, part of it is like survivor's guilt. And that's something I've talked to my other, there's a couple other people that I know that did not lose their jobs and talking about how guilty they feel that they're the ones that, you know, were left. And I feel some, I feel some of that. And I also have felt about 5 million other things. And through the weekend, Jeff was just like, how are you feeling today? And I really was upset and very bitter is not the right word at all, but unable to really put together how I felt. And I decided something yesterday that I really need to listen to what I tell everybody else to do and what I would tell my best friend to do. And that's to stop worrying about the unknowns in the future, because what I have sitting right in front of me is the chance to properly say, well, say farewell to you know, an iconic anchor and I get to be a part of that. And what I don't want is to not remember every minute of it because my anxiety is like, well, what are you going to do next? What, what are you going to do? And not be grateful and in the present for the present moment. Callie was, we were having a conversation. I, I think it was maybe Friday afternoon or Saturday. And I was trying to explain to Callie what the next, from a practical business, uh, I don't, I don't know, clerical administrative point of view. 
uh, I was saying to Callie, here are some things that you need to do because the unknown is your job is changing. You don't know what it's changing to or if it's something you'll be able to do, mm -hmm. right? And so I'm very, I'm, you know, I, I'm sad for all of those people who, who I now know through Callie who no longer have jobs, but I'm also just practical, I guess. Is that, I don't mm -hmm. want to sound callous. And <laughs> Callie was just not being receptive to any of these things. And, and finally, she pointed out that her issue, and, it, and it's so, you hit the nail right on the head, her issue with stuff isn't change. It's the transition between A, it's not moving from A to B, it's the actual space between A and B. It's the unknown space between A and B. And I reminded Jeff, like when we were moving from, we knew we had to move out of our old place. Like our landlord was like, I'm selling, you guys have to leave. Like, here's the date that you have to be out. And until we knew where we were going, until I was- we signed an actual lease to a new home. I was a nightmare. I mean, yeah. I was like anxiety level 35, freaked out. I can't focus on anything. I can't accomplish anything. Like my head just gets really thrown off by not knowing what's next. So I'm really trying to, you know, draw myself into the present moment because if your head is spinning with anxiety, you're not able to take stock and memories of what's right in front of you. So but the way I think I got you to snap out of it, if this is helpful for anyone else, is I said something to the effect of, the unknown is not like, you know, that there's unknown, like mm -hmm. that's not going to change. That doesn't the unknown. The fact that there is an unknown is known. So accept that. Do the paperwork you need to do. Talk to the people you need to do. Be present for the people you need to be present for all this other stuff. Just acknowledging that there's like the unknown's not going to change. Right. And I, could almost see on your face where you're like, beep, boop, bap, boop, beep, boop, boop, boop. and you're like, okay, all right. And then you're able to move past it. So I don't know what the, the, what the morals of that story is it, other than one day at a time. What? Yeah. And be, I think the be present part is so important to what you just said. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. How were the elves keeping Santa's sleigh clean? They use sanitizer. joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. Tis the season for giving. And when you're shopping for holiday gifts, give gifts that give back. 
Thrive Cosmetics is offering 45% off of their holiday sets for a limited time. They make high performance beauty and skincare products made with clean skin loving ingredients. There are no parabens, sulfates, or phthalates. They're certified 100% vegan and cruelty free. Plus, cause is in the name for a reason because every purchase that we buy supports organizations that help communities thrive. And I absolutely love that. I have two favorite products. One is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. And what I love about it is that it mimics the look of lash extensions. I had a big old allergy years ago from using um, lash extensions, but now I don't have to use them because I have the liquid lash extension mascara. It looks the same. And let me tell you, it has more than 20,000 five-star reviews. The second one is the Brilliant Eye Brightener. And I like this because you can put it right, I put mine like right in um, the corner of the inside of my eye, right by my nose. And it makes me look instantly awake. And you know, that is really important to me when I'm getting up in the middle of the night to go to work. As I mentioned, Thrive Cosmetics has a bigger than beauty mission. For every product that we purchase, Thrive Cosmetics is gonna donate to help communities thrive. They have over 300 giving partners across the country supporting numerous causes. Celebrate the season of giving and try Thrive Cosmetics today. Right now, you can get up to 45% off their best-selling products when you purchase select holiday sets by visiting thrivecosmetics.com slash upside. That's thrivecosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash upside to start shopping for their holiday sets. Liquid IV every single day for me. It's become a habit. And here's why. Dehydration is something that you don't even have to think about in the summer. Everybody, it's on everybody's radar. Oh, you're getting enough to drink, you're drinking enough water, you're out in the hot sun. In the winter, it's not something that's so top of mind. Temperature's cold. How am I sweating? How am I becoming dehydrated? It actually sometimes happens worse in the colder months. If you have dry skin, if you're feeling kind of foggy, if you got headaches, could all be dehydration. Liquid IV mixed with water makes your body absorb the uh, liquid, the, the the hydration faster and more efficiently than just water alone. Plus you're getting B vitamins and vitamin C and electrolytes. All of this stuff is going to not only rehydrate you, it's going to make you a tiny little bit healthier. And with all this stuff bouncing around, the colds and the flus and the everything else is anything you can do to be a little bit healthier is a good thing. Liquid IV is also on a mission to change the world, giving away 25 million servings in over 50 countries. You can get it in bulk at Costco, or you can save 20% when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 20% off anything with code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. Sometimes it can be really hard to shop for kids for the holiday season because they have a lot of stuff already. And that, and you don't want to add more stuff to what they already have. So I am suggesting to you the gift of KiwiCo. With a KiwiCo subscription, you are giving so much more than a toy. They're going to get a season of discovery and experiences delivered straight to their door. Each box is kid approved by a crew of kid testers to ensure they're age appropriate and seriously fun. And there is something for everybody. We got Ellie's first crate when she was just a couple of months old and that's what age you can start at, zero years old, right? 
And that crate was developed in partnership with Seattle Children's Hospital. Each crate delivers hands-on age-appropriate projects to help infants and toddlers build their foundation for learning. So there were things that it taught me that I didn't even know were important to Ellie's development that early on. They make crates for kids of all ages and there's something for everyone. They will love doing hands-on science and art projects and you can either do them together as a family or you can let your kids fly solo and keep them entertained over the holiday season. Give awesome this holiday season with KiwiCo. Get your first month of any crate line free at kiwico.com slash upside. That's your first month free at kiwico.com slash upside. We appreciate our upside partners and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the upside, visit callieandjeff.com. I should have asked you this earlier to give you a few minutes to think about it, but the answer might be better now. What, in your opinion, is the most underrated Christmas gift? Underrated Christmas gift. You should have asked me before. Now that I'm on the spot, I'm like panicking. I found a... Not panicking. Drawing a blank. Drawing a blank. Mm -hmm. I found a list of underrated Christmas gifts, and they're all so spot on that if you know me and we exchange gifts this holiday season, there's a very good chance something is going to come off of this list and be under your tree. Okay. Uh, The first one was uh, a high-quality charger with extra-long cables. Mm -hmm. Now... I've talked just a few months ago about how I purged all of those cubes that I had. The reason that I get- Okay, you didn't purge all of them. You purged like 80% of them. I've seen the box. There's still a lot of cubes in there. There's still like a a dozen cubes in there. There's (laughs) a lot. But somehow I ended up, and the reason is because I would travel or I would end up somewhere and I would forget one, so I'd buy it from the gas station. Those are always the most expensive ones, by the way. Yeah, yeah, but they're also the the least, the most cheaply made. Right. So when you go to unplug it, it's oddly hot, or it takes your phone, you know, three days to get to six yeah. percent. They're all terrible. So I read this, and and the super high quality charger is great because nobody really buys extras of those for themselves. Mm-hmm. That is true. And then the extra long cables always come in handy. Always. Always. And I see you, especially the past couple of days as you've been on your phone so much coordinating things with with work and, and HLN and all the people you're talking to there. You've been, because the charger cable is only four feet long, you have spent a lot of time just standing in the corner of the kitchen where it's plugged in. Yeah, I have. So that I was that, I, that is a great Do you remember one. in the 90s when people had those like um, like the phones on the the hooks or whatever, but there were some people that had extra long cords. Oh, we so had you one. could pick up your phone and like you would walk around with the whole phone. Oh, not with the whole phone, but we had a like spirally cable thing mm-hmm. that you could virtually visit anywhere downstairs. So funny. On the using the phone that was on the kitchen wall. Um how about this? Give somebody a premium to subscription to a service that they always use the free version of. Yes, that's a really good one. The, like if they're always using, if they don't have Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime is a great one. 
I thought is a business gift. There is somebody that I talk to probably every other month and mm -hmm. they initiate, it's a Zoom call and they initiate it. And if you have the free version of Zoom. Oh yeah, it runs out after an hour. I think it's, yeah, I think it's 50 minutes and, and then a countdown appears. And You're like, we, yeah, I gotta say everything, I gotta get blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I thought about what, what, getting an annual subscription and giving it to them. Saying, Not Here. a bad idea. Yeah, don't stress about it. Uh, gas gift cards. Yeah, I mean, who? I mean, it, as long as you aren't in like New York City, you know, who doesn't need a gas card? You're always going to need a gas card. Um, one guy posted that his grandmother would tell every family member to bring one utility bill to Christmas, and she would sit and and um, write checks. That's amazing. Which Love is that. such a grandmother thing to do. Can't such can't you see her with her floral her you know floral print checks? Opening the checkbook. And then yep. afterwards, like writing it in the ledger. Yep. And then I've brought this one up before, a mo uh, car detail. Mm -hmm. It's a great gift, I think. Uh, and then I, I thought of our friends at Cozy Earth because also nice sheets and towels for people who can't afford luxury sheets and towels. Yeah. Because that is something that will make them think of you every single day. So if you have a, somebody who just moved into their got their first apartment or their first house. They just made like a down payment on a house. Yes. Like you don't have money to spend a couple hundred bucks on sheets. You're like, I got to yeah. eat. Yeah. And, uh, uh, it's something that will make them think of you every single time they wrap themselves in a towel, they get in their sheets, whatever. So, uh, and, and this is a great time to remind you that cozy earth gives 40% off to upside listeners. If you shop at Callie and Jeff.com slash sleep. All right, here are your three random things for today. Number one, if you want to lose weight or improve your cardiovascular help, walk. Health. Health. What did I say? Help. Help. Cardiovascular health. Uh, walk backwards. The. Um, I think you've said that before. Have I? Walking, I think so. Walking backwards uh, burns, on average, 40% more calories than walking forward and you can do it safely on a treadmill. Um, I would be, I don't know if I'm coordinated enough to do that on a treadmill. And I will say, I would love to see our neighbor's reactions if every day I just started walking backwards down our street. I've actually seen people <laughs> do be like, what? I've, uh, there used to be a guy who, I think it was at the old radio station, but he used to walk I would watch him and he would walk and then he would spin and he would walk backwards and he would spin and he would walk forwards on the trail near the radio station. Hmm. Interesting. Your second random thing is that this weekend was the 30th anniversary of texting. The first text was sent December 3rd, 1992. You up? No. <laughs> W-I-D. No, hmm. that was not it. It was um, a text message from a computer. Beep, boop, ba, boop, beep, boop, boop. Pretty much. And it said, Merry Christmas. Uh, the guy who said it was working as a developer and a test engineer to create like a short message service, AKA SMS. And then um, a year later, Nokia introduced that feature. That's what SMS stands for? Short message service, which seems so old school. But what does MMS mean? Multimedia service? Maybe. 
I have no, I have I, no idea. I use the word because we... Because remember back in the day, it was SMS versus MMS, and you had to pick how you wanted to send it. Oh, yeah, Do you remember do. those days? Yes. And it was like, I don't really know the difference, but whatever. Why were we even sending pictures back in the day anyways? You really couldn't tell what they were. You couldn't. It was like all pixelated. It was, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, and your final random thing for today is gargling with plain water can... Uh, just even for a few seconds, a couple times a day, actually cuts the risk of getting a common cold by up to 40% just because it clears out the germs that move into your mouth through just regular respiration. Like, yeah. And they camp out in there, and that's where they get to be like, oh, hey, let's have a party. Let's multiply. Let's do it like animals, multiplying. Make this person sick. Just gargle. Clean yourself out. Those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. I would like to give myself a little pat on the back because I have been sitting across from Jeff Dollar, who currently has his hair in a ponytail on top of his head. And it looks so funny. And I think he did it probably for Ellie. Yeah, it's only a matter of time before I go to the, the grocery, grocery store or something. or something. You look like you have a horn. Yeah, because my hair's not very long right now. You also I look actually, a little... It, it was actually, when my hair was really long, maybe a month ago, it, I actually, it was actually useful. Did you do that because she thought she would laugh at you or did she no, ask she, you to do that? She tells me to do it after I... If I fix her ponytail or if I do her ponytail, mm -hmm. she's like, Dada, you, Dada. So I like. <laughs> Hashtag girl dad. The first time I did it, my hair was really long because I was just overdue for a haircut. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I get, okay, this is cool. This is where the man bun came from. I'm cool with it. And then this one, uh, she just was at, found the little, what are they called? Scrunchy things, rubber band things. Mm -hmm, the little rubber bands. And she handed it to me, and I'm like, okay. And then I forget it's up there. So. You, you kind of like it, don't you? Yeah. Call me Cindy Lou Who. So a cliff note version of what you're trying to say with protein is, and I'm just going to give you this little uh, behind the scenes with nutrition because that's what my education is in. But it's not only satiating you. The reason it's preventing your mindless eating is because first thing in the morning or first meal of the day, it could be at 1 p.m., just first thing you're putting in your mouth, you're stabilizing your blood sugar. So another cool little trick is anytime you are eating something that's carb, simple carb, or sugar, pair it with a protein. It actually stabilizes the blood sugar. It helps it not spike as high because no matter when your blood sugar spikes, whether it's a sweet breakfast, anything sweet or simple carb, the second it spikes, the rest of your day is trying to stabilize your blood sugar. So it creates spike and drop, which creates mindless eating. So if you can couple protein with anything else, you will see yeah, a huge drop off in mindless eating and non-nutritious eating. So that's kind of the science cliff note version of what's going on with you guys. So really cool thing to take into the holidays because even when you're eating your carb-heavy foods, if you make sure you're coupling it with protein, uh, yep, you're just going to be satiated, not eat as much. All right, love y'all. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Jennifer in Johns Creek. So 
So this morning I woke up and it's Saturday morning and I'm like, okay, I got to turn on the TV and watch my HLN news and see my um, favorite, you know, folks and it's forensic files and I can't believe it. And then I hear your podcast driving around in the afternoon and I cannot believe that they've canceled Morning Express with Robin Mead. I'm so upset that I'm not going to hear Good Morning Sunshine again, but I am happy for you that you're going to have regular hours and um, and um, and that you're going to get to spend time with Ellie. But I got to go because my Kroger pickup is here and he's staring at me. And so, okay, bye. Yes, this is Stacy, and I was calling because I'm a wife of a plumber, and I don't feel like you should tip a plumber. So that's just my two cents. Thanks. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. I just heard you talking about M&Ms and the color ratios and all that stuff, but. That made me just think of this random thing. My mom's doctor, when she had cancer, her doctor told her, stay away from any of the colored M&Ms, always go for more of the natural color, and that's just because all the other colors are artificially flavored, and especially the red ones for some reason, to avoid those. So, yeah, the brown ones are good for you. So, well, not good for you, but, yeah, the brown ones are the better ones. So, just something to keep in mind. All right, have a good day. Bye. Okay, Jeff. Nine plus 60 have me cracking up. I mean, that's freaking hilarious. Bye. Hey, this is Jennifer in Atlanta. I wanted to let you all know, I don't know if somebody else has already said it, since I'm a couple of days behind, but the Life University Life Show light show is super adorable for young kids if you want to make a, a, a memory um, for years. They've got animals. They've got this little train car thing you can ride. They've got marshmallows. They're massive, and you can make s'mores. Um, and the light show is just not too long. It's not too short perfect for young kids. Um, so check that out. It's just so lovely. All right. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. Uh, so lots of phone calls in about Oprah potty training book for potty training. I tried it with my oldest. It worked amazingly well. My second child, not so much. And um, I may have had a glass of wine every single night those times. So, um, do whatever is best for you, especially since you said that she doesn't need to be probably trying at school right now. All right. Bye, guys. Love you.